Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Wheel Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 3 and 4 of Lord of Chaos, A Woman's Eyes, and A Sense of Humor. Enjoy! mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to season six, episode three. This is a hundred hundred and twentieth episode since we wow. started this shindig, and um, a couple of things announcements. Uh, no new patron, but uh, Radagast Forgiven uh, did upgrade. So Ooh, thanks. I, I, All I right. give a shout out to Thank upgrade you. because upgrades to Patreon <laughs> level is amazing. So uh, we like new patrons, but also it means a lot when someone just joins at the one dollar level, then ups it because they. Just want to support us more. Yeah, it's you cool. like us. You really yeah. like us. You really like us. Yeah. Okay. Why well, I don't know, but <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as other things go, I know I've been to mention this last time because uh, Ian wanted me to, and I forgot completely because I was scrambling. Um, but uh, since we moved to the YouTube format, uh, you know, we have our we still do our break in the middle, um, like a ten minute intermission, and right now I just have like a filler video and I play some music behind it. But if anybody wants to submit something, uh, whether it's just like uh, them doing a song or I think he mentioned like an so artist, maybe doing some art and you want to submit like a video for us to play during that, we're happy to like put plug yeah, on the things in there. Awesome. Yeah. Arc is big something. Arc, if I get time, which is very limited, I can make like little fake commercials or something like that, you know, and just something, yeah. something fun. I don't know. Um, magic trick. Yeah. Something like that. I'm gonna move That'd be pretty cool. There. Yeah. So um, something to think about. Um, yeah. I've, and, and if there's other content creators that just want to plug something and like run a ad for their shit in our break, I mean, yeah. why not? Sure. Go for it. Yeah. We'll, we'll do it. Send it. Yeah. Yeah. Send, 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 a, send a video or if you don't have a way to make a video, just let me know. I might be able to figure out something. I can let you use a Zoom and I'll record, record you or do something. We could figure it out. So, yeah. yeah. Um, good deal. So, um, uh, other other things, uh, I'd like to give like statistics. Uh, we did hit 225,000 downloads. So, wow. um, actually, we blew past that number on our way to 250. Uh, mm. Yeah. Uh, so, 200, 225,000 downloads. Uh, so, yeah, pretty big number. Excited about that. Uh, 
Never thought that a single person would download our or listen to us. So <laughs> thank you. <That's> a lot. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's been good. So um, anything else from you guys before we kind of just dive right in? Because I kind of want to get into these chapters. Ian, how's your personal life? Oh, yeah. We have the personal life. That's right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sick, guys. Thank you for keeping us. We got Alan sick and trying to get by. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Did I tell y'all I got a what a deal on a used car for Ryder? No, no. So, uh, first of all, as I go through the Ryder story, can drive. How old are you? Jeez, oh, uh, he's seventeen, and he's not my oldest. Mwah, mwah, mwah. <laughs> um. So, never thought I would be <clears throat> thankful for drug addicts, but um. I've been kind of scouring Craigslist and uh, Facebook Marketplace, specifically looking for uh, certain types of cars that I know are good quality as far as like engine transmission, but maybe have other things wrong with it that I know I can easily fix um, to try and get something at a good deal that I could kind of fix up, whatever. There was a Honda Fit with like 150,000 miles on it, and dude wanted 2,000, and then literally in the same day he posted it, he scratched 2,000 and said 1,800, and I was like, oh, he's trying to sell it today. <laughs> so I went, and, I went and looked at it, and he, okay, tree, tree <laughs> he is, he's sitting there, he's like, he's like, man, it's a good car, it's a good car, you gotta buy this car, man, just, you got cash, you got cash though, because I, you know, I'm trying to sell it today, and like, he's all, man, I know he's trying to get some money for something. Um, anyways, double-checked it, like, his... ID and he had the title in hand and everything looked legit. We went to the bank to do the, get the notary and everything like that. I lowballed him like way under the 1800. So I got a Honda fit, which is same, uh, engine transmission. It's like the civic, um, 150,000 miles for, uh, under 1500 bucks. That car and will go another 200,000 as long as you take care of it and fix it up. The, the key with those years is if the transmission is still doing fine right now, you probably got one of the good ones that'll take you to 250 or 300. Like by the 150, 175 mark, if they're going to have issues, if it's one of the lemons, you'll you'll know it already. And it runs great. Um, so I got a short list of things to fix up on it. Uh, did half of it today. I do have to replace... Um, AC compressor, and while I'm in there, I'm just going to replace all the components for the AC. But uh, yeah, I've done that job before in a couple cars. It's not horrible once you know yeah. what you're doing. Hondas yeah. and Toyotas will run pretty much forever. Um, surprisingly, yeah. my my wife's uh, old Chevy Tahoe had 250 thousand miles on it. I think 260 thousand engine still ran great. Everything else is falling apart on it. But um, <laughs> yeah, the, the engine ran great. The transmission was fine. Everything was fine. Just all electronic, like the the dashboard, the speedometer, the the the, the, the all those. Right. All the gauges. Guess how fast you're going. None of those worked. Uh, you know, like the air conditioning <laughs> sometimes blew cold, sometimes oh. it blew hot. You know, it just was, yeah, it was, it, it's all that bag. stuff. All that yeah. stuff was good, bad. But the engine itself ran like a champ. Um, yeah, tons of miles yeah. in it. So, yeah. But um, he, he lucked out with everything I saved. Um, I dropped like another 600 in. Uh, new stereo backup camera, swapping out the speakers. I'm not going to run an amp. We're not trying to get him thumping going along, but um, it's going to sound nice. And he'll have the safety features of the hands-free and all that jazz in the backup camera. So, Isn't that what you yeah. did with the Cream Supreme, though? Like, the first thing you did was put a sound system in that thing. That was different. I I put in a massive amp in... Um, He's like, I'm a like, father. So it was, it, was, it was just a single 12-inch subwoofer, but it was the hatchback. So, like, that's all you needed. I mean, it would rattle the whole car. That was in the awesome. tempo, right? 
No, no, no. That was in the that was the Mustang. Mustang. Okay. The tempo, if I'd have put a subwoofer in that, it'd have fell apart. I mean, it was already falling apart. If we would have vibrated it, shit would have fell off. <laughs> if you sneeze too loud, things fell off the car. Yeah, that thing was oh. rough. <sighs> okay. But yeah, so, so that's, that's why I've been working on the last couple of days. That's pretty cool. How about you, Chris? What's going on in personal life? I found my suit for my wedding. I went to Atlanta and then went to 12 different shops. And it okay. was like, Ooh. no go. And so I ended up with a custom suit, which is going to look really dope. Okay. But when you're looking for suits for people my size, you kind of get stuck at the bottom of the barrel, like blue or black. Which one do you want? You know, two button, yeah. three button. Which one do you want? You can literally, I, I have that in my closet. I'm not going to spend more money on a new one. And Chanel's like, none of that's going to work. I'm like, well, <laughs> looks like we're getting one custom made. So it looks like we will be in the hole an extra month or two. <laughs> well, but. so I don't know if you've already committed to anybody, but another advantage of the hipster movement is you got all these people out there that like to be crafty and learning skills like that. And there are a lot of shops that have popped up even in Richmond that do custom tailoring and they're not that expensive. Yeah. So unless yeah. you're trying to go like some fancy well-known brand or person that's been around forever, you can get a decent custom suit. I, I say custom is the way to go. Unless yeah. there's a brand that fits you so close, it only takes a couple of tweaks at the tailor, you might as well just get it made for your body. Yeah, you'll, you'll love it. Fits way better. Yeah, well, look, I have more to look into that for uh, some extra stuff. But this one is committed already. It, it was a tailor, okay. and he's pretty well known. Like some people have been ripping off his stuff for a very long time. Okay, so well, you know to be nice. Yeah, cool. and he wasn't. He what like the price wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I'll be honest with that. That's good. Cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of, uh, here's another personal life thing. And this is, I don't know if it's me dropping the ball or my work dropping the ball or what's going on. So my work uh, ended up uh, uh, signing me up for this leadership conference thing. Uh, and, and they're paying like thousands of dollars to send me to this thing. Uh, and it's in August. And uh, I get the dates today. It's mandatory. And the my work's already paid all the money for me to go. And I just hadn't put in the vacation yet for it, but I've already booked a vacation that week. <laughs> mm. Like already paid for the place. And I'm like, well, Ooh. I don't know what I'm going to do now. Uh, see if I could change the dates on the vacation or uh, my wife and kids might be going on vacation without me. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, um, oh, we're we're going to try. Yeah, it's horrible. Uh, we're trying to figure that out. <laughs> it was just one of those things. I got the dates. I was like, you, any day you could have picked. And that's the day you picked for the leadership conference. Thanks, guys. <laughs> it was my fault for not booking the vacation right away. But it doesn't matter. The leader conference would have been that day anyway. My work would have been like, yeah, you're going to this. So I don't know. Figure it we'll out. see. We'll figure it out. But that's uh, that's been that was fun today, giving that bombshell. Like, oops. Yeah. Or, anyway, you guys ready to go? Yeah. Let's let's get into this. Let's um, do it. There's um, not much going on in these chapters, guys. It'll be a quick night. That is fun. Really These are fun chapters. <laughs> so I'll say this. When we get into chapters like this, it, it's worse for us because we have to wait so long to the next chapters. I feel like if you're reading, these are chapters. You're right, Alan. There's good information in here, but it yeah. is kind of like, meh. Yeah. But if, you were, if we're reading at our own pace, these are the kind of chapters you fly through real quick so you can get to the action. I started to listen to the next chapter. Oh. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I was like, 15 seconds in, I was like, nope, don't do it to yourself. Don't do it to the podcast. You can't should listen. we should we be excited? Or was it not enough to tell? I, it wasn't enough to like when I sat like 
like I was like, uh, uh don't do it. You have, go, you have to go in strong for this this long, Chris. You can you can keep going. Yeah, that's what she said. Hey. <laughs> hey. Oh. Anyway. So chapter three. It's worse now that Chanel's reading it though. I for know. those that were not listening earlier, she's on chapter thirty. And when I tell you she rubs it in my face. Giggity. All she, oh yeah. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. right. Yeah. So, chapter three, a woman's eyes, and we have the uh, the dragon fang as our symbol. Um, yeah, so we start right where we left off, uh, where uh, Rand was like, "Okay, we're going to go to the farm," uh, and Tanya's like, "Where's the farm?" He goes, "I'll show you." So he starts to make a gateway, and he's like, "And, and of course, Tanya's never seen how this is done, uh, and he's not really showing him, but at the same time, not like not showing him, like, like yeah. check out what I can do." Womp. Yeah, uh, and he's, but he speaks to that very soon, not to jump ahead immediately. Yeah. But he's like, all right, you know, there's definitely things I got to learn from this guy, but there's things I need to teach this old man too. So he is intentional about letting him see certain things sure. and plans to learn from him also. So it's part of the, yeah, it was a teaching moment for sure. Right. And it's hard to teach something that you don't know how you're doing. Like he makes the comment, like, this is something I learned to do on my own. It just kind of came intuitively. So. This might be one of those skills that is harder for others. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It, yeah. If everybody starts doing this, like, how do you fight anybody? You're like, I'm going to get you. Where the hell did you go? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I mean, Asmodian himself, like, had a hard time explaining it. So yeah. and to your point, yeah, you still have to focus to create that and then go in and out of it. And we, we saw that happen way back in the, the prologue of book one. So, yeah. It's exactly. funny how all this stuff is coming back, you know, this many books later. Oh yeah. 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 So he, he ends up jumping through and some some I guess maidens jumping through his honor guard. And which wait, the best part. The best part of this uh, chapter is that. it's open and they're going through and Avienda's is like Rayan, Rayan, wait, I gotta talk to you. Like slams the door. <laughs> Everybody in the party like kind of rolls their eyes, like, oh my goodness. <laughs> this drama again. And Rand doesn't even look back and goes, <laughs> uh, Which oh. what is that all about? I mean, I know he's trying to avoid her, but you know, why is she chasing him down? This is not very Avienda like. She needs to tell him that she's pregnant. <laughs> I'm telling you, they're drawing this out. She's gonna be like eight and a half months pregnant, like bulging and everything. Rand's gonna be like, "But damn, went a little heavy on taco night, did you, Avian? Uh, <laughs> a little gassy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so they get to the farm, and well, at least the outskirts, because he explains he opens gateways not near the center, and they have a specific place where gateways can be opened. That way, people avoid it. So it doesn't accidentally kill someone because he saw what it did to the to the um, spear the Shanchan threw, and obviously if it opened up on someone, it probably would cut them in half. So uh, <laughs> you know, it's uh, by the way, I think it's funny. I'm gonna go back the way it says Rand let go of the weave inside Dean immediately. Not once in this book has he just been able to completely let it go. Yeah, <laughs> well, oh, that's true. Instance. It's normally a struggle. But in this yeah. instance, it was like boom. Even Sardine was like, run away, run away. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that shit. The power of a woman's I might, eyes. I might be tainted, but I'm not trying to deal with that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't oh, know. A woman, I was like, a woman chasing you is nice. worse than the dark one's taint. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Inter- interesting. 
Sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> spoiler alert. So, anyways, so yeah, um, so then he starts talking to him about like Forsaken and Shadow Spawn and like all these different things and different things that you know he might have to learn. You know, he gets starts just listing them all off and even lists some that he doesn't even know what they are. He mentions, mentions mm-hmm. Golem. He's like, I don't even know what that is, but somehow I do. Mm-hmm. I guess that's for Lou's. He even thinks about that. I guess sometimes things come to my head that it's not him talking, but it's his thoughts. It's Really mess with them. So, did you all catch that or have thoughts well, about no, that? It, yeah, I mean, I definitely when I was listening, and then when I went back through it and kind of looked over it, the first off, the spelling of Golem is definitely different than what I'm used to seeing. So, I love how um, Jordan still this far into the book isn't using what we are used to seeing. Sure, which then goes to my question of: Will we see this? creature and what will it actually be like so that that question kind of flashed in my mind and then just looking at you know we use the term you know false news or fake news and fake media and then also just the power of stories and the spoken word and rand realizes that like the word is getting around because he had already heard about Mm -hmm. some of this he being our uh our other friend time Mm-hmm. So the fact that information was spreading that fast, even then, it's just, it just shows you yeah. how eager we are as, you know, to be defined as humans because of our need for communication. So, yeah. Yeah. And he even goes into talk about dark hounds and said, some of them the only way you can kill is Bellfire. And he, goes, he turns, he goes, do you know how to use Bellfire? Mm-hmm. If you do, don't actually, actually don't even tell me, but if you do, don't use it. If you don't, don't learn it. Just, just forget to even say anything. Yeah, don't it. teach that one, anybody. I'm not. That's what I'm not going to teach you. You know. Although he does say you could use it, but only on Shadow Spawn. Yeah. 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 But he's not going to teach it to him. No. And he also talks about Michael Bublé's. Yes. Oh, he yeah. About Michael Bublé's. The Bublé's. Uh, the Bublé's of evil. The Bublé's of evil. So I mean, I think it's really. I, I'm appreciative of him going through this information and really bringing time into the fold. I hope that he doesn't turn out to be someone we're going to regret yeah for whatever reason i my gut feeling is to actually like this guy i know that's weird but i want him to be around for a while and i want him to kind of help lead the charge If, if the relationship goes sour i think right now the bigger risk is rand being the cause of it because of this battle with Luz. Luz Mm -hmm. wants to kill them all Luz says don't trust them all and he's he's fighting that so right could it go sour Probably will. Is it going to be Taim's fault? I mean, as of right now, it, you know, if I had to guess, I'd put my, my money on Rand jacking things up because of Luz. I mean, maybe Luz wants to kill them all because the Dark One can body hop or something like, or use them in some capacity. Even yeah, anybody being touched and, by the taint can be, you yeah. know, controlled or manipulated. True yeah. that. So they finally get to the farm, which is uh, like a lopsided barn about to fall over. Um, not really that much of a farm, mm-hmm. and and there's you know there's families there. Uh, there's there's men that have come that think they might be able to learn, and they brought their their wife and kids with them. Uh, not all of them are married, but the ones that are brought their families with them. And of course, the the wives aren't really happy about all this, but they're going to try to support the dragon, you know, reborn. So yeah. here we are. I, it, it, at times, first impression of all of them is like, what do you want me to do with this? This is like. Mm-hmm. These people, it's the like, worst possible lot of like what, what in the world doing yeah. their the, daily chores. This, this is the dodgeball, 
dodgeball uh, average Joe's gym. Of, if you could dodge uh, a wrench, yeah. you could dodge a ball. <laughs> Worse than that, it's the last pick out of that group. It really yeah. is. I, like, and Nassim Taim is the guy in the wheelchair with the wrench, yeah. So. I can see Taim strolling in and going, the fuck? What? What? Okay, this is a joke. It's a joke. Ah, you got me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is funny, yeah. Yeah. And he says, no, no, you, you said you could test them, so I want you to test them. Um, and he says, well, you don't know how to do it? And he's like, no, but go for it. So I haven't uh, had time. You know, also don't know. Bing, bing, boom. Yeah. So he tests his damer first um, and, you know, explains to Rand first, like, what he's going to see. He's like, you know, I'm going to put the flame up in front of him and then, you know, kind of adjust pitch. And if you start to see or sense a residence, a residence, uh, that means they have the ability to channel. Which I thought was a really just interesting concept. Uh, I just found it fascinating when I first when I first read it. Uh, it's like similar a to sound work. Yeah, similar to sound waves where everything has a natural resonance, uh, resonance uh, uh, whether it's glass, wood, anything. Um, and yeah, um, it's like the luck from the Cosmere. Yeah. Y'all missed the y'all missed the funny the part though. The the funny part is Taim, you know, quickly tells Rand. Now you don't go in strong right off the bat. Because their head might explode. You gotta go in easy and slowly turn it up. Now, how does Taim know that? It's not like he knew that originally. This has to be trial and error. So at one at one point, somebody That's was like, "I said. think I could channel," and Taim was like, "Let me check." <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> All right, let me scale that back a bit. Uh, my mind went completely elsewhere. Thank you. <laughs> also, also, You're also, welcome. I saw. I saw a video a few weeks ago about res- uh, sound resonating. Uh, and if you use a tube and you try to like sing up a scale into a tube to try to find the natural resonance of the tube, um, the pressure wave inside the tube will actually cancel out your vocal cords and you'll miss the note. Like you'll actually not be able to hit that note no matter oh. how vocal trained you are. Um, That's it will, cool. It will, the, the, the pressure wave will go back into your mouth and, and into your throat and cancel out the vocal cords. So you won't be able to actually hit the note. Into the tube, outside, like a glass outside, yeah. you can resonate it, but into the tube, it creates a pressure wave inside the tube, and you can't. That's dope. It. That's super cool. Yeah, they have videos of like professional singers and stuff like that trying to do it, and they miss notes going up a scale. And they're like, "What? That's so weird." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I hit the note. <laughs> it didn't just... work. I hit. The <laughs> you gotta put your mouth on it, not on yeah. the mirror. I just, I did this pose for you, no, Chris. Yeah, uh, you, have to, I, you, have yeah. To, you have to put it in your mouth. Put it in your mouth. Relax the lips. Don't forget that's, that's don't pretty big. Don't, don't, I don't think I can. You, you got that mic in there. It's bigger than the mic and solid. Uh, oh, yeah. that's what you say. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get back a track. Maybe, uh, maybe if it wasn't so hard, I could put it in there. <laughs> uh, we just lost three viewers. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> So yeah, so they eventually find that Daver can channel. And they're like, yeah, congratulations, old man. You can channel. And he's like, and his wife's like, this is not good. <laughs> she does the fake, yay. Yeah. <laughs> and there was much yeah. rejoicing. And, and Time's kind of just surprised by this too. He's like, the first guy I test like, can channel. He's like, I would be surprised if all of them can. Like, just how lucky you are. Tavirin. Mm-hmm. Tavirin, yeah. I knew you were going to say lucky. Not lucky. Tavirin. Yeah. Um is he so yeah. Tavirin that these guys wouldn't have had a chance to channel, but the fact that they're there and Rand needs them to be able to channel that they could channel? Maybe. I mean, how Tavirin, <laughs> how far does the Tavirinness go? He just drew all of them near him that could already yeah. Yeah. channel. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And after that, my radius. Yeah. Well, had the potential to channel because Taim's even like, look, man, it's going to take him forever just to like recognize (laughs) that what Sidene is, right? Let alone actually be able to reach out and hold it and use it. So, like, Hmm. actual channeling is a couple steps away, is a long time away of training. They just have the ability, the potential. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, and and after this and kind of learns how to test, he's like, all right, I'm going to dip out now. And Titan's like, you want me to now just do this? He's like, yeah, I want you to train them all now. I want you to make them weapons. And that's what no, I want Tyne you to do. said, it's oh, like, so you unloading all of this on me and leaving me to do it yeah. all by myself. <laughs> yeah. No, you made that scene way too. He like went off. He's like, hold on a second. No, 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 no. That's not cool. I mean, he obviously recognizes himself as way more valuable than that. Right. Mm-hmm. And this seems like such a minuscule task. But yeah. what he's probably missing, and I wonder if Rand is considering this. Yes, Rand's thinking and talking about how we need as many soldiers as we can. He talks about how many Aes Sedai are there and how many this and that. And we got to fight Forsaken. But because you can link with other channelers and the channelers you link with, it really doesn't matter how powerful they are. It just depends on your numbers. Rand could amplify his power just by having a dozen dudes that can just barely channel. So there's, there's certainly value in it. Um, Taim just probably doesn't recognize that now. This is definitely beneath him. Right. Taim was like, well, dude, I came here to help you and to teach you. Don't you want to learn? And I see it's like, ah, I got it already. I'm good. I picked it up. It's not no big deal. Right. I seen it and I know it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and and he also warns them to watch out for students that are, that are learning too fast because they could be forsaken for disguise amongst them. <laughs> it's like great. <laughs> like, That's yeah, smart. He's like, I want you to push them hard. I want you to teach them fast. You know, teach them fast as possible. I need an army fast. So, but if they start learning too fast, keep an eye on them. Um, you know, there might be something in there. Um, you know, and 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 this is also where uh, you know Rand lets slip that he wants to clean Sidene, <laughs> and Taib's like. What? <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, that would take more power than you even have. There are these things called sangria, though. Like, wait a second, do you have one of those? And it's yeah. like, worry about your own damn business, Tyne. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be asking me about me and mine. I ain't got Damn. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I ain't seen shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, comb the desert. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we we need to also take a moment to to pause and really reflect on rand as a character how long has how long has it been how far along in the timeline are we has it been a year a couple years uh, it's been over a year at this point i can figure that out for you um it'll take a second if you want to throw that in your notes alan every once in a while give us a time check of how long since two rivers because that does make a difference because rand right now is different than Rand in the last book is so uh-huh. different than Rand from where we started. Like, and I mean, the, the thing that really drew my attention was he's just like their weapons. What really got me was when he was having the conversation with our friend who just was tested and uh-huh. Damer. And Damer was like, Yeah, my pop is looking after my land, and I think we're gonna head back because you know, I, I could end up with a crop. If we get one water, it'll be worth 
me being there to take care of the crop. We knew what it was. His wife was ready to go. She went for this shit. She was like, look, yep. bro, look, we got to go. She's and like, you need to tell that man you're leaving. Ram was okay, like, okay, honey. well, we just need to make sure that, you know, you don't miss an opportunity. You yeah. don't want to miss But it's your choice. You could go back. But choice. since you're here, you might as well, might as well see if you could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, so yeah. he allows that little seed of doubt to be implanted in their mind because once he figures out that he can then the question is, is how long before i do it without thinking about it and i'm driven crazy like he's playing mind games with these guys he's playing yeah. days de mar with them he is manipulating them and he is turning them into what he needs which is weapons to use when the time comes wait he even thought about how yeah you used to hate when the eyes said i would do this and look at you yeah. Now you're doing it. Yeah. I, I beg yeah. to say he's worse because he can lie. True that. Like outright. Yeah. And to make matters that much worse, he could command it. And he has plenty of people to back him up. Yeah. Yeah. So, And then we get, of course, the conversation as it's ending with him. And then he wants to figure out, well, time, exactly how strong are you? Oh, yeah. This was interesting. So, yeah. A little bit of mistrust. And I think it's good that he made that decision to to figure it out because he figures out that Homeboy is equally as strong as he is. So the book started on March 23rd, 998. And these events are taking place around November 999. We're only about a year and a half. Year and a half. About a year and a half. Of of their time. Of their time. Man, ran his changed. (laughs) Yeah. A lot's happened in a year and a half. Chris, where were you a year and a half ago? Still doing this podcast. <laughs> For sure doing this podcast. So that'd be like well, okay, so 2020, right? You, yeah, a lot, a lot did happen in that time. If we're, if we're really thinking about it, I mm-hmm. was midway through my first year teaching um, and contemplating the engagement. Yeah. You were optimistic about teaching optimistic about teaching <laughs> that's the best part <laughs> i'm so optimistic about teaching i just know that i would put my hands on some children so yeah. i have a lot of faith in kids still i just know what they really need and i had i got a collection <laughs> of these things here that i hold on to <laughs> and i just can't use them i can't you know yeah. 30 um, years ago i was the best teacher there was <laughs> Whew. Different times back then. Different uh, times. Yeah. yeah, I still remember. I guess I, I was in the. T- I was. I'm old enough that I was the tail end of that. So my first grade, I went to private school, and uh, the teachers would still use the, the rulers on the knuckles um, mm. if you were acting on class. So there are places yeah. here in the Carolinas that still allow it. In, in oh, Lower wow. Alabama, they still had it. It yeah. was like a third strike thing, and they would call the parents first, but the principal could lay – and only I think only an administrator could do it. But yeah. at my kids' elementary school in Alabama, you could still get paddled. You get the wooden ruler on the, on the, on the hand just in there yep. if you're talking up or acting up in class. Quack. <laughs> when my kids told me that, they were, and they were like – but you know, they, they would call you guys first. I was like, I don't know if you think that's going to help you, but if the principal <laughs> – if it got, to the point, it got to the point where they had to call me. Because they already told you twice. This is now the third time. Go ahead. Mom, I'm saying. And they're saying they think they ought to paddle you. They'll be like, you can go right ahead and whoop my. 
Go ahead. I'm going to just send a permission slip now and be like, if it's strike three, get no on problem. it. <laughs> yeah. We do not condone child abuse on this podcast at all. Make sure you snap that belt a couple times beforehand so they have, have that moment to think about it. I'm just anyway. kidding. No, I'm not. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. Um, oh, after at, we get to this, I guess, this final scene where Rand does tell time to seize Sidene because he wants to test him to see how powerful he is. Mm. And as he starts to draw on the power, Luz just goes crazy in Rand's head. Like, kill him now. Like, don't don't let him do anymore. And Rand's surprised by how strong he is. He's like, good lord, this guy can like, level his entire town right now. Uh, easily. But also says that's, it, that's the minimum, at least, of what he can channel. He doesn't know if Tyne right. is holding back. So there's still the right. potential he could be stronger than that. Because yeah, Tyne was not even sweating, apparently. So he's like, oh. yeah. yeah. This guy's pretty strong. He is. And it shows to somebody's thought about him potentially being a dark friend. I still don't think he is, but he and there's a little bit of you know credibility there to your claim. If he if he is, I, I don't know that I'm convinced that he is right now either. But if okay. he is, that's a dangerous mole right there. I mean, he's in a significant position. He could easily get close to Rand and everybody else around there, and we know he's powerful. And yeah. he's in a position where he's training these people that are supposed to be eventually supporting Rand. So if he wants to play the long game, he could train these guys up in such a way that they're more loyal to him and not Rand. Mm-hmm. Right. Like all yeah. sorts of bad stuff could happen here. Correct. Yeah. Good. And then Rand leaves. That's uh, He's like, all right, cool. Train the students. Yeah, go find more train. You know, train these guys up so they can go find more and uh, keep building this army. I'll be back later. See you later. Well, <laughs> we also like, need to uh, we need to bring note to the fact that Rand began to chat channel as well without even knowing it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and he doesn't know whether or not that's himself or lose. Right. Yeah. Which the, that's there's two scary thoughts in that. First and foremost. We know that when he channels, A, he typically slips into the void, and B, he's very aware because it overtakes him. Yeah. You can't deny that feeling of channeling as a male. Like, it's it hits you. Yeah. So if he did it subconsciously himself in reaction to, then that means he was scared. Yeah. And now if it was Luz that did it, we still have an issue because that means he can seize that power and one more good push, and he could use that power. Yeah. Hmm. A truly out-of-control Rand or out-of-control person with that kind of power. It's like Moon Knight. Yeah. Yeah. So far, I'm still trusting Rand because <laughs> it's Rand that's able to do all these things. Mm-hmm. And Tam raised him, and he's got good morals and you know tries to do the right thing. But as Rand slips away and Luz takes over, it could yeah. be one sketchy dude. Could be. Yeah. You, you think that's going to happen at some point? Is that a prediction? That, that Luz is going to take over and things are just going to go to hell? Oh, well, I mean, if if not for a moment, maybe even for a short period of time. I mean, I think right now that's the biggest battle we're facing. Not the yeah. Forsaken, the, the Great Lord of the Dark, whatever. He ain't out yet. I think the biggest battle we should be concerned with is the battle within with Rand. Isn't it always the biggest battle? It's the battle within yourself. <laughs> the biggest battle is going to be between me and I'm going to put Brandon Sanderson as the one responsible if I don't get Karen chapter soon here yeah 
This is not even British Citizen book yet. <laughs> you put I it know. In He's still going to be responsible. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. So anything we missed from this chapter? Anything I mean, we had the women picking all over him, him feeling like he's, yeah. you know, being treated like a child. This is the typical stuff. Yeah. Maidens, you know, have a little laugh at him and start slapping thighs and all that yeah. good stuff, playing with each other's hair and, it got real kinky real quick, so yeah. I was a little uncomfortable listening. I thought I was like, you know, intruding on something special. Yeah, but it's more exciting <laughs> if you listen to it while you're in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you listen to these chapters? <laughs> yeah, I, I have done that once or twice. Well, well, when, when I shower, I usually am listening. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll get through like fifteen, twenty minutes while I'm in there. Since my my brother uh, that's been on this podcast before, you know, listens to us, um, I got to call him out now. So he didn't tell me this, but his wife told me this. He's like, "Yeah, he listens to your podcast while he's in the shower. He just turns up all the way and like listen." I was like, "I don't want to know that." (laughs) 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 It's Ian's voice. (laughs) (laughs) Although it'd be funny if there was like. Not a video of him showering, but just an audio. Like you hear us, the shower's going, and in one of our g- gigging moments, you just hear him like <laughs> <laughs> giggity indeed. Giggity. <laughs> I think uh, the last part that really caught me it, it really um, kind of gave life to people's feelings towards Rand at the moment was the juror Grady. She said she stared at him. Excuse me. It says. Sora Grady, her son clasped to her breast, was not watching her husband. Her eyes were still locked on Ran. A woman's eyes cut deeper than a knife. Another two were saying. Like, he definitely is not doing himself any favors by manipulating these people. He should have been outright and honest with them. Like, look, you got really two options. You learn how to channel and you help the world. You don't learn how to channel, and you're going to die one way or the other. Either your your channeling is going to catch up eventually, and you're going to die, or we lose the battle, and you die. Right. And you yeah. have a child that's still suckling on the breast. Like, if you want a world for that child to grow up in, you need to fight. Yeah. You got to fight your why. for your right. For your right. So I've been, I've been reading uh, Sineke, the... Um, uh, know your why. Oh. So, you know, it's, it's really interesting to watch the perspective of how businesses work and the ones that go with the, the how, the what, the how and the why versus the why, the how and the what. So he's okay. kind of doing things the opposite way. So he's not being an inspiring leader. Interesting. Cool. Anything else in these chapters? No, I think we got a lot out of it. All right. Chapter four. A sense of humor. And our chapter symbol is uh, roosters, our, our ravens. Crows, ravens. <laughs> is it the roosters? Is it the ravens? I don't know. Could be roosters. I mean, is it the joke? Or is it the water? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, so Ian did call me about this one uh, to ask me about what the joke actually was. I said, good luck, buddy. Um, so <laughs> Rand travels to the camp um, in Kyrian. Uh, actually, I think he's near Tyr at this point. Um, yeah, he's near Tier. Uh, they're, they're outside of Tier. 
he's traveled to check on people there. There's a camp where there's Kyrians and Tyrians and um, and Aiel there as well. And the nobles are all basically ignoring the Aiel. And I look kind of a little upset about all of it. Um, hey. And and he <clears throat> failed to laugh at an Aiel joke. And, you know, they kind of call him out on it. Like, dude, you know, it's any sense of humor. You're never funny. You never laugh. Like, what's going on? He's like, oh, you want a joke? I'll tell you a joke. And he bombs worse than any amateur Mike Knight I've ever seen in a comedy club. But um, Ian loved mm-hmm, the joke. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll let Ian go from here. <laughs> um. Rand is not funny. <laughs> I thought that joke was funny. Well, then tell me what the punchline is. I also get don't it? get it. You didn't get his joke. I read it and listened to it a couple times. What I was hoping, like, on? and I'll read it to you. Oh my gosh, I don't. It's about the rooster in the tree going up the tree. It's and... not about the rooster. Is it because as he was falling? And the, you're getting time? it now. That's also not funny. Yeah, it is. Oh! <laughs> And he didn't reach his hand out to him. No, he didn't speak to him. He was expecting he him to say his... hi as he passed by. No, he didn't reach out to him. No, but he said, I just passed him, and he didn't He didn't say anything. It didn't say that he didn't reach out. <laughs> it was like he didn't say hi or something. Where's the darn thing at? <laughs> oh, here it is. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> Found it. <laughs> I passed him just a moment ago in broad daylight, and he never spoke a word to me. Yeah, you're right. It's right. still because of that, because he just watched him fall. Didn't, like, say or do anything. Right. If you want a fake laugh at that horrible joke, <laughs> I didn't you go right ahead. I can't even hilarious. laugh at the fact that it's not funny. The I funny was... part were the Aiel trying to figure out, like, well, <laughs> yeah. what about the water? What about the water? Is it the water? No. Surely, no, it's, surely it's the water's the, the joke. The rooster's it's the joke. It's the rooster. Yeah. The rooster. It has to be the rooster. Or, but we need to know what happened to the water for this to make sense. <laughs> yeah. And he just kind of throws his hands up and yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. where you should have said, and I, I stabbed the guy, took 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 a nickel or something like that. Yeah. Five dollars. You know, I um, have one or two go-to jokes if somebody hits you with the hey, tell me a joke thing. Because you don't want to be caught off guard with it. I mean, I and, even got the Thunderwall. I know, I know one of your go-to jokes. Is, I know one of your go-to Is it Disney related? Did you get no, the, the Thunderwall? It's the penguin and ice cream. Oh, yeah. That one you need a lot of time. That might be a bonus episode one. But my favorite one, if there's no kids around, uh, is um, it's a story about uh, Mickey and Minnie. They're in divorce court. They're getting divorced. And Mickey's trying to divorce Minnie. And, you know, high profile lawyers is going on for days back and forth, showing evidence. And um, eventually they're reaching closing arguments. And, and the judge just looks at Mickey and is like, look, I, I don't know what to tell you, Mickey. You can't you can't just divorce your wife because she's going crazy. Mickey goes, no, your honor, that's not what I said. I said she's fucking goofy. <laughs> <laughs> But he, <laughs> I never said she's going crazy. <laughs> she keeps using the mouse catoodles when I'm but around. <laughs> Your Mickey voice is pretty good, huh? That's it good. is. Yeah. Please tell me you understood the Thunderwalker joke. Oh, yeah. So all the Aiel stuff joking on each other back and forth. Hilarious. Good stuff. 
And Rand Senior talking about like how he doesn't understand their sense of humor, and then his joke just flops big time. Not just with the Aiel, <laughs> but with the reader. Rand, you are not funny. He should have let loose there and tell a joke. Rand's gonna be my favorite. So one time I killed my whole family. <laughs> That'd be <been> better. Because <laughs> <laughs> I am laughing. <laughs> you tilted your head this, back and laughed. <laughs> this is getting dark fast. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh. Anyways, oh, were we reading? So. <laughs> we're yeah. not going to read the joke out loud i'm not going to encourage our readers to revisit that joke just know it's bad there's a joke <laughs> it is bad. but the aiel back so, and forth with each other hilarious yeah <laughs> the men had never gotten along but will finally agreed so the two men went up to the pond and began climbing the tree who first they meant to frighten the rooster out you see but the bird only kept flying higher branch by branch then just as who and the rooster reached almost the very top of the tree with Will right behind, there was a loud crack, and the branch under whose feet broke away. And down he went into the pond, splashing water and mud everywhere. Will scrambled down as fast as he could and reached out for Hugh from the bank. But Hugh lay there on his back, sinking deeper into the mud until only his nose stuck out of the water. Another farmer had seen what had happened and came running and pulled Hugh out of the pond. Why didn't you take Will's hand? He asked Hugh. You could have drowned. Why, you should why should I take his hand now? Hugh grumped. I passed him just a moment ago in broad daylight, and he never spoke a word to me. Can we edit that out? <laughs> I don't. I don't think we're gonna get any patrons from reading that. We we just gained four people watching. Yeah, smash the like button. Smash the like. Oh man. Uh. Oh, yeah, I was in a great mood, and all of a sudden, I feel depressed. <laughs> Just... All right, so let's get back into what the happened rest to of this. the pond. Yeah, I'm I'm sure the, it's, it's the rooster. No, you dumb. My it's favorite thing it, 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 it's changed now, but years ago on the fandom uh, Reddit, uh, used to have r slash uh, wetlander humor, which had a bunch of memes and everything like that. And there was a section called r slash ideal humor, and it was just always blank. Uh, <laughs> On purpose. Um, so it's um uh but they now now it actually has memes in there too, but for the longest time yeah. it was just as a joke, there was no idea humor. That's great. But yeah, so um yeah, so they returned back to the command tent. Um and you know, he's been concerned about Luce Theron's uh you know voice. Um and um he also learns about a rebellion during all this. So that really like so it confused me a little bit. And the reason why it confused me is how you weren't gone. I mean, you you should be engaging with your lieutenants, your generals, whatever, often. So you should have known about this quite a while ago. Like, is there a he's, gap in time? Was he busy with that well, many other been, things? He's been gone from tier for a while. No he's cell phones. Back, yeah, he's just came back to Tyr. I mean, he's been in the waste, and then he went to Kyra, and now, now they're down towards Tyr, back back to where the stone was, and where he put, you know, into book three. When you say rebellion, um, so, is this the people? He's like, hey, we're so and so, like, and uh, they're not going to make it because uh, they left yeah. and left a note, and they're calling you out. Is that what we're, <laughs> is that what we're talking about here? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And they're planning a rebellion. Yeah, and it. So as I was reading it, also, it seemed like it. It happened somewhat recently. And again, to Alan's yeah. point, Rand's been kind of traveling around in, in other places. Yeah. 
So not, I mean, not surprising, you know, each time Rand is kind of conquered somewhere and yes, he mixes things up a little bit, puts some people in charge, changes the way to do things a little bit, but then he has to move on. And we've all talked about how all these nobles, they keep trying to, you know, hedge their bets a certain way or, you know, gain more power. It's not necessarily gain favor with the dragon. It's gain more power. Um, so it's not surprising that there's some people that think they could do better off working against him. You know, they can get more followers, more influence that way. So I wasn't totally surprised by it. I like Rand's response, though. Yeah. And, and Rand realizes he has to do something. I mean, he doesn't really want to give it the time of the day. He's like, I don't really care, but I have to do something. So, so this yeah. is where he's playing the game for real because we know that he's kind of leading on to this is what our objective is while he's got Matt and other people on a mission all in themselves. Like, I thought that was really interesting. He's just there kind of keeping up the facade, keeping the people busy, and hoping that he can get some stuff handled behind the scenes. So that I did appreciate. It's very tactical of him. And then yeah. the fact that the um, Kyrian and Lords just had, like, malicious smiles on their faces. It was shitty being, grins. Yeah, shitty green, grins is uh, Samandrid and uh, how do you pronounce his name? Wermon or how they were kind of going into the detail of, you know, they, they're, they're bucking on the system. They're rebelling. They're, you know, essentially committing treason. And Rand's like, well, one of them, I completely expected to do that. Like at least he's had the balls the whole time, but the other one, like he pledged fealty, like he dropped to his knees and he, you know, said that he would kiss my boots if I wanted him to. And, and now he's gone. That's kind of cowardly. Yeah, but, but all these nobles, though, this is my favorite part. They're all like, so should we hunt him down and execute him? <laughs> and he's like, nah, how about this? They're just they're just not nobles anymore. I mean, if we run yeah. into him and we pick him up, yeah, sure, we'll we'll deal with it. But they're not yeah. nobles. Everything that Super was theirs is titles. no longer theirs anymore. I'm just going to yeah. take it. And that terrified everybody in the room because yeah. that <laughs> is worse than death. If you die a noble, you still die a noble. In death, you're a noble. Yeah. But those people yeah. have been reduced to peasants. Yeah. Is this, mm-hmm. Anyone who surrenders, awesome. their lives will be spared. We won't kill anybody who surrenders to us and comes clean. We'll just strip their titles in the land, and they'll be free to live. Uh, but if you don't surrender, we'll hang you without titles or land. So it's up to you. Really I would have loved <laughs> if he would have turned to one of the servants and said, you know what? That you was were, my you were, thought. You are now the lord of whatever they were. That was All totally... of their shit is now yours. So – the fact that cool. they felt so vindicated as he was saying it, it was like, oh, and now they're the ones smiling. Like, I was like, yes, one for the little people, yep. <laughs> one for I, the poor class. <laughs> I wish I wish he had just handed all this stuff to them. That had been the cherry on top because then yeah. all the other nobles would have to recognize them as a peer, even yep. if they were a come here or a newcomer. I sure. had the exact same thought. For In my mind, I was like, oh, he's about to reassign some titles. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Be even worse if he if he'd given it to the IEO. And no. you get a land, and you get some land. Like <laughs> they don't own anything, so yeah. To put them, oh yeah, I'd have been okay with it, but that would have started a war right then and there. It would have. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And um, IEO the themselves would have felt some type of way about getting being gifted land. Yeah, yeah, probably go against Giotel or something like that. They would own yeah. something. Yeah, wait, probably... own wetlander property? Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> We'd say it's too, too wet. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
So, um, in too many funny roosters, uh, too many funny roosters. Yeah. Um, so, uh, he's holding his war council as well. Wehrman is there. Uh, he tells him not to send his forces to Ilian yet. Uh, still waiting to amass a large enough army. Um, you know, and, and, and you see it here where like, Wehrman's ignoring all of the IEL and any intelligence reports they've been bringing back and scouts from them. So it's, there's a lot of tension that's built up between the nobles, both the Tyrian and Kyrian nobles and the IEL. And it's very evident in this scene. Um, you know, they're yeah. disapproving of his plan. They all just want to go in battle right now. And he's kind of I mean, like, there's still a number of them are still questioning whether or not he is the dragon reborn. Yeah. He pulled Kalendar. I mean, I think that's one of the number one mistakes. I understand his purpose. I get it. He left it because he couldn't control it. But at some point he's got to make a point. He could go snatch it up, show everybody that he pulled it and go put it back. Yeah. Like he, but, that's, but to something. him, it's a waste of time. Like he's like he even says that to to the the Aiel when the Aiel said, well, "We can go hunt down the, these rebels," and he's like, "No, we don't have time for this. Like we have other yeah, stuff." He's got a, he's got a plan in place that he needs to follow through. Yeah, he could he important. could go quick and dirty like a lot of horrible like tyrants have in mm-hmm. the past, and when they're like, "Yeah, we think that pulling Colindor was just some Aes Sedai trick," and he could just turn around and go. Want to see another Aes Sedai trick? And then finger blast one of the dudes yes. in the room. <laughs> and then go, y'all, y'all want to see some more? They'd be quiet. I completely like, agree with you. Shit. He's got to make a stand and prove himself in some way. And the quickest way to do it is to pick out the number one person he hates and like make them explode from the inside. Or Prison rules, man. Just go yeah. for the dude. But that that's I'll, something lose would I'll do. Be- that's not something Mac- Brand would do. A very Machiavellian of you guys. <laughs> Great. Like I'm, I'm not suggesting it, but it, over it might be better to be feared than loved. <laughs> In this, hey, he if he's not taking time. the time to earn the respect <laughs> and prove himself, and he still needs him to do X, Y, Z, like is he going to back himself to a corner where he has to do something like that? Exactly. I actually, I, I'm not really a proponent of it, but I'm worried something like that will be required. Remind me never to work for Ian. He'll just be like, "Yeah, just just fire one guy just to set an example for everybody." That uh, just uh, Joe is that his name? The guy over there? Yeah, he's fired. Uh, yeah, it'll be I mean, worse. I, He'll be like, exactly you're brand new. "You just started working here. You get to pick a person that gets fired." I'm yeah. going to get coffee. I, I haven't done anything like that, but there was a moment where uh, one of my kids, when they were younger, did not want to eat the broccoli on their plate, so they picked it up with their fork, looked me dead in the eye moved the fork over, and then dropped it on the floor. And I was like, well, now you fucked up. Now you got to eat broccoli that was on the floor. Like, why? (laughs) What do you think you accomplished there? Now you have floor broccoli. (laughs) Our floors were clean-ish. My my, my son tries to pull, like, threats that are very, very, like, not – he doesn't know how to threaten yet. He's only four, so he'll do stuff like that where he'll be like – He's like, if, if you make me do this, I'm not going to be your best friend anymore. I'm like, good, I'm your parent, not your best friend. So go ahead and do it. Friend <laughs> is not even a requirement. <laughs> yes. I don't have to be your friend, dude. <laughs> cool if it works out that way, but bro. Yeah, I mean... Not on the to-do list. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I don't know that's a threat, but uh, go that's ahead, buddy. Number one feeling hurter. It's like, but, but, but. Too bad. My favorite point, if you make me do this, I'll never eat dinner again. I was like, I bet. <laughs> Uh, you'll save me a lot of money in the long run. <laughs> you'll be hungry and ask for food in five seconds. Come on, man. Yeah, it's, it's not even a good threat. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's totally not believable. 
Unless you, got now, if you tell me you're going to force me crap your pants, you know, I, all right. That might be a right, good threat. That, yeah, yeah. I know you can't clean better, it up by yourself. I would have to clean better. it. I don't enjoy that. Right. <laughs> that's a better right. one. Uh, but yeah. Um, I don't want to give it. And, and I can't get mad at you for pooping because that just causes psychological damage. So like it's, you exactly. know. Exactly. Like, yeah. That, that's you're, a good one. You're that's a good there. one. Um, right. Yeah. I'm not going to. Don't talk. I would start negotiating when there were poop threats. I would. I think to myself, be like, oh man, not diapers anymore. Don't give me any ideas. Got to take this serious. Uh, anyways yeah so or broccoli <laughs> broccoli all right so um yeah so after that day kind of, he kind of lays out more of the plans you know the the nobles leave he talks to the clan chiefs for a while um they've stayed silent because they're being ignored by the nobles um yeah this is when when han suggests that they send them against the rebels and Rand says no nah, there's more important things to do um you know suggesting that the Aiel didn't maybe just go against the alien by themselves without the others um, but also get there quicker. Yeah. They get there quicker. Also, Rand's like, no, we need to, we need to, the aliens a pretty good force. Like we need to, we need to go about this the right way. It's led by Samuel. We know we, we have to get our ducks in line before we just go attack alien. It's on the playing field, but it's just, we have to figure everything out first. Yeah. If, if they go after this in like splintered factions, each one trying to get their own glory and, you know, really, if they don't rally with the Aiel, I, I don't, I don't know how you win this one. You know, do you think that's going to happen? This book that we're going to get to alien. Oh, uh, so like Chris was saying, there's some smoke and mirrors things going on. Cause you can, in, in Rand's perspective, in his mind, he talks about how people need to believe X, Y, Z is going to happen. Yeah. But I, I don't know if it's the pace or if I'm just not smart, smart enough to really pick up on what the game plan is. So maybe it's a fake juke to Ilion with the forces, but then Rand's going to do something else, but I, I don't know what. Okay. And I know um, we talked about Matt leading, but he was talking about Matt leading the forces going Matt's to Ilion. Matt's on a special mission right mm-hmm. now anyway. I think Matt and a couple other were sent to kill Samael. Okay. And that's a tall order. It yeah. is, but I think it's Matt's plan. So, mm-hmm. I think there's there's something that they have or some person or like that's going to allow this to occur. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, Rand even alluded to it. How do you um, know he didn't send Matt to go get Elaine? We don't know. I mean, that'd be a cool secret mission that you would trust your, like, best friend forever nah, to go do. He don't really care for Elaine that much. He wants her as far away as possible. Yeah, but Camelin being what Camelin is, it's you gotta... It, he believes Morghese is dead. He doesn't believe that Elaine is. You gotta get somebody back in the throne. Well, he knows Elaine's not. He also wants to stay away from Elaine, so can't have her coming to the throne and him headed that direction which goes to my next statement he made a comment about you know trying to match the number of Aiel if possible or um Aes Sedai Aes Sedai. if possible and so mm-hmm. maybe he's looking at going and taking the white tower back because if you had the white tower then you have use of all the Angriel and Tangriel and Sangriel that are there that's true mm-hmm. You he might all, already know there's something he needs that's being kept in the tower. Uh-huh. You know? I mean, sure. you you get an idea of how many more seals there are, if they have any at all there. You then also have kind of control of one of the major port cities. So, okay. you know, and then for those Aiel that would like to work with him, you get more strength added to your force. And those that don't, yeah. you get that angle's got to be there. I'm sure Rand knows that 
you know, the stories of men and women channeling together and working together. And he's, we talked about this before, or I did, you know, with the building of the male force, you know, Mm -hmm. hopefully part of his plan is to unite those that are willing to unite. Right. I mean, we know that there's a party coming from them to him, but we don't know. Yeah. Which half of the white tower? Both halves. You're right. We don't know which one is going to be the one he goes with. So, yeah. Yeah. And then we finish up this chapter with them. Uh, uh, I guess some of the maidens talking about Avienda and <laughs> get, get like, underneath Redskins, Redskin a bit. He's like, they're like, Ryan, why don't you, why don't you wash your hair? And they're like, ooh, <laughs> why would you dare suggest he wash her hair? He should start with at least brushing it. I think he should tug on it a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, brushing it hurts more than washing it. I mean, washing is oh, quite yeah. intimate. Have you ever washed your your woman's hair? No, it's an intimate no. process. You got to get all up in there. I, I mean, I've I've washed my kids' hair. And it was not intimate at all. Well, um, it's actually very. <laughs> yeah. Hold still! It's in my eyes. Shut up! Yeah. I mean, I don't tell my kids to shut up. That's a joke. Yeah. I need to tell. I need to tell. It's in my eyes. Oh, the burn oh, is good. The whole I need a towel when I'm in the shower. I just uh, I'm, uh, I'm like yeah. I'm like look at the water and blink. You'll be all right. It's uh, <laughs> common sense isn't common when you're that age. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You, you have to teach them. You have to let their eyes burn first, and you'll you'll uh-huh. remember the solution as long as we let it burn a little bit first. Now just it, it's funny, water. like. My son will close his eyes and still scream whenever they're shampooing his hair. My daughter will literally just eyes wide open, let the soap like drip through her eyes, and like I don't care, do it again. (laughs) You're psycho. You have to watch out for that one. I do. She's she's uh, Uh, uh. (laughs) a more she more shampoo. Uh. I like the way it burns. What? So I'm I'm mostly out of the shower routine with the kids. Ronan, I don't have to physically do everything for him. You just kind of have sure. to be around to remind him, you know, hit all the hot spots, that sort of thing. Sure. Until recently, again, whenever he has cuts on his knee, especially because boys, I mean, that's what they do. They cut up yeah. their knees at a certain age nonstop. If he's got boo boos, he's terrified of the water and soap hitting it, and he doesn't want to scrub it. You have to dab around it. And he's terrified to do it himself. So if his legs are cut up or he has a cut on his knee, I have to do it, which recently yeah. is all the time. Yeah. There's like there's always a scratch. So he's like, Dad, you need to do it for oh, me. No. Like, See, my stepdad kind of pat around. Lesson. My stepdad was like, Oh, I gotta bathe you. When I tell you, this man had hands as big as mine. <laughs> Shaking your head. <laughs> he would get the he would get the rag and he would like lightly lather it up. And then we just like he would grab your head with one hand, <laughs> have the rag in the other hand, and it would be like, like, and we're light skinned, so we would come out red <laughs> all over. My mom was like, "What did you do to them?" Here's a layer of skin. I him. What are you talking about? Oh. We we've been in a crunch for time, real quick. <laughs> yeah, we've been in a crunch for time where everybody had a shower real quick for going somewhere, and then you know I'll take charge, especially of Ronan, the other ones they got it. But when you're doing the speed shower, it's almost like that because you go to do their hair and you're like, they're like, that's funny. So I bust my chin here. There's a huge scar, like meat was coming out. 
Ooh. And my stepdad Ooh. was like, ah, alcohol, spray, rag, <laughs> ice, go back outside. I mean, Here like, meat, I still have, like, I can't grow beard here. That's fantastic. Uh, that's how bad that's awesome. it was. My mom comes home hours later, and I'm like, look at this. And she's like, why didn't you call 911? Why didn't you get <laughs> butterfly stitches? Like, what? You might need a couple stitches. Eh? Yeah. Um, he was like, ah, toughen up. Get the dirt out later. <laughs> yeah. Rub a little spit on it. Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. Cool deal. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much how we wrap this up. So I guess him going back to his tent. Uh, this gotta be the man. shortest ever. He goes back to the tent. Avian is there sleeping, sleeping. Yep, big sleeping. And yeah. she rolls over and she's like, "Hey, big daddy, have a good night." <laughs> and she rolls back over. That right there is what got me. Like either she was just really upset, or he slammed the door in her face. I mean, I could. She's <laughs> tired because she's pregnant. That that was gonna be. My I was about to say, guess. have you been around a pregnant woman a lot? But you're gonna you're gonna find out soon. <laughs> I and have no been matter, around quite a few, so yeah. I do know. And every but... single one is different, so I don't want to like overgeneralize. Well, actually, yeah. for one woman, every child she has, every pregnancy is different, so it's all different. But I've mm. I've gone through the yes. one where it was just total lack of energy, just mm-hmm. sloth like. And as it as you've already noticed, Avienne is not really in the mix as much. No, she's not. Right. And then we run into her here and she's already sleeping, not, you know, up waiting for Rand and trying to get in his business or nothing. Like she's more focused on taking care of this child. So she's able to let Rand go a little bit. You guys are convinced these preggers. I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to decide if it's twins or just like, oh, baby. Like I don't know yet. (laughs) I mean, what kind of food is she craving? Do we know that yet? Is she doing that vegetable curry crap or like what? I'm gonna wait for the announcement, but I'm I'm right there with you. I thought it too, but I've kind of I know how Jordan likes to play with our mind. That's the other thing. Yeah. So I'm I'm just kind of waiting for the actual like. The I conversation is actually gonna be Rand. Um, I don't know how to tell you this, but you need to get yourself tested. No, you know what's really gonna happen. <laughs> You Ren's gonna get there and she's gonna look at Avienda. She's like, "Oh, that's the third bitch. I mean, woman." Yep. And she's preggers. And there's gonna be a little baby floating around her head. Yeah. And it's gonna have like the a dragon around it or something. Now nah, yeah, maybe yeah. symbols. But. So, anything else in these chapters? Nah, man. This is the Who's... first episode we've ever done. It might be favorite character. Ran. Do I have no. some jokes? No, for the opposite reason, no. Uh, His uh, jokes uh, are horrible. Uh, 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 Ran, in fact, any other time that I claim Rand, like I retract that because his joke was so bad, he doesn't even deserve a previous shout out. That's how we know you're not from the two rivers. Not even funny. Um, shit, I'd give it to the rooster before I gave it to him. Uh, the rooster, I would... tree. That's a smart rooster. Gosh, I'd want to give it a Rand. Uh, I'll go Taim. Uh, okay. I can't really point to it, but you know, before I was thinking, oh, this is a Forsaken, but like he he Start might actually. I won't say I won't say win me over, but like even when I know it's from Rand's perspective, it would have been better if we were in Taim's head when this conversation was happening. But when Rand was like, oh, and watch out if they're learning too quick because Forsaken might enter the camp, and Taim was kind of like, wait, what the fuck? So we show in signs of like maybe not knowing how serious all of this is. We did skip Which if he was forsaken, part. he would know, right? 
We skipped over one part, but we need to bring it back up. What at? What's Bran that? still thinks Asmodian got away. Okay. Does he? He did. He even made the statement. In that very same conversation, he thought to himself, I definitely will not let on to, it would be a shame for others to figure out that I had a forsaken in my midst and then he managed to get away. If I ever see Asmodian again, I, didn't I won't that. make that same is, mistake. Is that accurate? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Okay. So I don't know how I missed that. But there's that's... that fear too that Asmodian could still be there, but he could have. Well, Ray never saw, his... didn't see him die. We saw Asmodian that's die from true. his perspective. From his perspective. Yeah. From he that makes still sense. suspect that Asmodian's there and just changed figures and is like, eh, yeah, somehow got power. enough of his powers back to be able to. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, who's the one that had the hold on him? Lanfear. We, but she tied it who, off. Who, who killed Asmodian? Oh, who had the. She tied had, it off, but then uh, when fear, she yeah. went into the, the other universe, maybe his powers like did return, but he was so. You know, nah, he got he got zonked by somebody. Yeah, well, yeah, but I'm saying yeah. he was so committed at that point to Rand because I, I feel like when she did end up going to whatever other world she's in, like maybe her spell no longer had the hold on him that it had. Okay. Yeah, or could have loosened some. Yeah. yeah, I mean, at least maybe that's Rand's thought because again, Rand has no idea what happened. Even right from Rand's happened. perspective, I can believe he might be considering all of that. Yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, so um, I didn't mention this in the beginning. Next time we have guests next week. So, hey. yeah. So I'm it's going to be a it. very, very fun week because we are going to be doing two chapters. I'm going to do the chapter titles first, and I'll tell you who the guests are. So the chapter titles are. Uh, let me get that pulled up. It is a different dance and threads Ooh. woven of shadow. Ooh. Yeah, and then our, our, our guests are none other than Gus and Allie from the Wheel Tanks. Yay! <laughs> oh, it's been a while. This will be yeah, it's been a while. It's going to be fun. So, Prepare yourself for a four-hour vendor. And then say hi to Allie when, when we get on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's a... Uh, yeah. It's and I still think that has the record for longest episode. It, it was the first time. That was such on. a good time when we had the longest I think episode. I'll take that Wednesday off. <laughs> I know, I'm thinking about <laughs> thinking about you know, we, we were we were just awarded a day that we can use for a cultural day. So there you go. You know, I guess Juneteenth that was supposed to be the day it's used for, but you can use it whenever you want. So yeah, cool. Yeah, there's well, a lot of fun uh, having him. Yeah, a lot of places are closed for it. Yeah, but yeah, should be uh, fun. I am excited uh, to have the wheel takes on next week. Uh, should be a good time had by all. So, what do you guys think about the chapter titles? A different dance and threads woven in sh- of a shadow. Different dance. Who do we know that likes to, to talk about dancing? The Aiel. The Aiel. Well, Ooh. yeah. Maybe we get into some of Rand's actual plan behind the smoke and mirrors. But you know who okay. also dances? The Tuathalon. Ooh. Yeah, it could be them. Okay. So maybe, maybe we start getting into the Shido plot, like what they're trying to do now that they've been run off. Could be. Um, yeah. That would be a okay. good chapter. Yeah. Because now maybe... we have bad Aiel, or bad Aiel that's working against what we're trying to get done here. Yeah. I'm okay. about that. But yeah, maybe so. I like that idea. Yeah. Can and I ask then... a question? 
Uh-huh. And, and, and Chris, I don't want to, I don't want to put you on the spot. Like clearly, you're not a like spokesperson or anything like that. Yeah. So maybe there's no answer to this. But like, so being in the military now, I this weekend I have a four day weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the go to way to recognize this weekend? Is this a barbecue weekend? Is this a is like do do I just call up my people I grew up with and be like, hey, how's it going? Like, what's what? Mm. What is the appropriate way to, is there appropriate greeting? Uh, appropriate way to celebrate Juneteenth in general. Yeah. I mean, are you inv- are you invited to the cookout? Did anybody invite you? If you're not invited oh, to the cookout, you don't have to worry about it, man. No, I, didn't, yeah. I, didn't get, I didn't get invited. I mean, I got invited, but they told me, do not bring your potato salad. Uh, <laughs> so, no, I don't. I mean, you know. That. We don't want the raisins, man. <laughs> So I look at it from the perspective of though it's been something recognized in the black community for a very long time, it hasn't really been mainstream. I don't know if you know sure. this, but they have done a Juneteenth event downtown Newport News for years. Yeah, and in yeah. and in Richmond. And see, so yeah, yep. I mean, so Newport I've News I've always been aware of it. Richmond. Yeah, but like, uh, I don't know if this will sound weird, but like, it was never something I was. There's nothing I was invited to or included in. It was very much something that that community celebrated. I'll be honest. And for a while, seemed to appreciate to have that moment of recognition kind of on their own. As an up, yes, as an uptown mixed kid, it wasn't even in my purview until okay. I was in my 20s. And that's because historically, unless you had really grandparents and great grandparents that were teaching you history, you didn't know about it. Sure. I mean, it really doesn't show up in history books. It's not really heavily discussed unless you grew up in a more prominent black community. Sure. And, you know, we know downtown Newport News, though it is what it is today, used to be military housing and used to have more upscale black people. Sure. And so they celebrate, I mean, the streets are even named after famous black people. So it was celebrated there. But if you continue uptown into Williamsburg, you had your poor black people and it really wasn't as noted. So it's it's more ingrained in a culture where um, it where the people had a richer history. Yeah. And so like here in Charlotte, you see a lot going on. There are plays, there are festivals, there's food. There's the do-rag fest because they also tie it in with pride. And they, they kind of take all of these things that weren't recognized at one point and kind of mash it all together. And now that they're being individually recognized, people are really trying to figure out what this space looks like because it is an Independence Day. It is yeah. really the it is the marking of the last group of slaves in America, you know. Yeah. Right. Recognizing that they're free, minus the fact that we know that there was still an additional 20 years where people could be enslaved. Yeah. By law in certain states. But this is the last state to find out that the Civil War was really over and that these right. people were supposed to be free. So I, I do think the traditional black moments are always a cookout. <laughs> I mean, that's just what it is. I mean, yeah. black. Yeah. So Southern soul food is, you know, black slave food. And so that's probably the best thing to do is to, like you said, go find a cookout, some fried chicken, some collard greens, some mac and cheese, and yeah. enjoy yourself. 
and it, and it's equally bread. awesome the the food side and the social side. Uh, I've I've certainly uh, with friends and even neighbors in the neighborhood I grew up on been in, been invited to even some of their big family stuff and whatever. So it's always a fun experience, but nothing like I said like specifically related to to this weekend and like what we're supposed to be recognizing by this day off, right? So yeah, yeah I was I was just curious what I don't know, what your yeah. thoughts were. Yeah, cool. So. Hey, I'll, right. I'll do I'll do it with a barbecue and hanging out with some good people. Exactly. And Heck that's yeah. what it's really all about. <laughs> and, go, and go talking love and, and learning loved. and loving. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all, I'm good at that. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I just won't bring cool. my potato salad well, with raisins in it. No. <laughs> no. No. Nope. <laughs> Don't do that. Nobody wants that. <laughs> <laughs> green, green, green bean casserole. <laughs> Yeah, I do. I do I not put raisins in my potato salad. The ice. <laughs> yeah, right. Look, I'll I'll bring all the ice. It'll be. <laughs> Let the grandma's think... arms hang down here. Do all the cooking. That's so, right. Yeah. Anyway. Geez. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what? I, okay. So sorry, I know Alan's trying to wrap this up, but you know what I love. So you mentioned like the the the, the older generation, the aunties, whatever, doing the cooking. Do you know how you compliment them? You don't go up to them and tell them, hey, that was delicious. You ask for seconds and thirds. Uh-huh. Yep. And after you have that third help and they'll see your plate getting empty and they'll be like, you want some more sugar? And I'm like, yes, ma'am. And that's, they love it. Uh-huh. They love it. They just want to feed you and I just want to eat. Until oh. you fall asleep. I know, right? <laughs> if, if you're napping after the fourth plate, they're like, my job is done. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're in a coma and you wake up, you're at a spades table. And I mean, that, that's exactly. happened to me. <laughs> that's like, the best. Oh. <laughs> it's about to go down. Uh, All right. Down. I, I'm officially anyway, done. So yeah, um, I've got, yeah. Yeah. So um, how we can be found is at the Will Reads, um, dot com. Uh That's our website. has links to everything uh, there. It is new and improved. Um, and you can find everything there. Um links to our uh discord to join that all our social medias twitter instagram uh, facebook tiktok and youtube where we record live um so come join us weekly if you've caught up um yeah we're, we're on youtube so come join us um and also support us uh you can support us by just watching us or listening to us also just by uh, uh by merch uh we do have merchandise uh we're we have added new things to that and have more things that we will add. Um, so recently we've added stuff. We have more stuff that will eventually get added. Uh, but yeah, keep checking out the merch store if you have anything that you want to buy there. Uh, greatly appreciate that. Um, and then um, Patreon. Uh, probably the uh, the best way to support us uh, is through Patreon. Um, it's just a great way for you to give to us. Uh, you know, whether it's just pledging for one month and canceling, that's fine. Or if you want to continue your pledge, monthly pledge, and uh and support us in different ways. It helps things like buy cool cameras and mics and lighting. And if I remember to plug in the right microphone, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's uh, it's, it's all good things. So uh, um, it, and it helps with all the giveaways as well. So yeah, think about supporting us and um, um, that's all I got for this week. So until next time, peace. Okay. Bye. I hope you enjoyed the show and thank you for listening to The Wheel Reads. See y'all next time.